0: John 13 and verse 34, the Bible says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we lift you up because there's none like you in all the earth, and we give you all the praise. And Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that you've allowed us to come to worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord, we uh, pray for that person that don't know you, that when the invitation is extended, they will come to know you and render obedience to you before it's everlasting too late. And Lord, bless that person that does know you but has drifted away. Please, God, bring them back and take care of them until they get back, Lord. Use your servant as you see fit. Hide me behind the cross that men might see less of me and more of thee. And we'll be careful to give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I want to talk to you this morning from the subject, a new commandment. A new uh, commandment, and 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 by the fact that there uh, is a new commandment, it it says to us that there uh, were some old commandments, yeah. and and it's it's very important that we as people of God know and adhere to. The commandments of God, because uh, what God commands us to do, he expects us to do. Uh, Let me say that again. Somebody missed that. That which God commands us to do, that which is a direct command from God, God expects us to do that. Amen? And we understand that because as children... We were taught to obey direct commands, amen? Uh, I remember as as a child uh, uh, when we would be out of school and and mother would leave uh, to go to work and one of her uh, direct commands was uh, clean the house before I got home. That, that was a direct, that was not optional, that was not uh, based on how I felt, that was not based on how the day was going. It was a direct command. When she said it, she didn't have to put no emphasis behind it. It was meant understood that before she got home, that house had better be clean. Amen. We understood that because what we understood is that if it wasn't, there was punishment to come. And one punishment you did not want to adhere is one that came from disobedience to a direct command. You didn't want to experience that, that punishment because it could be. Severe, Amen, Amen. When we when we read and uh, come to know the commands of God, they are not optional. And so, uh, here uh, we find a, a new command. Well, now, what was uh, the old command? Well, the first of the commands was first of all to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy mind and with all thy soul. Love God. And for the most part, most of us got that. If you were to ask anyone in here, everybody would probably say the same thing. I love the Lord. In fact, about the very reason that we come to church, the very reason that we put time aside in our week to come and worship God is because we love God. We get that. Most people that don't even go to church would tell you I love God. And then the second command was to love thy neighbor as thyself. Now that we still working on. Amen. Amen. Because most of us Still have problems with our neighbor. The fact about it is as a description was given to them of who their neighbor was. They come to discover that their neighbor was somebody they didn't know. Read that in, in your spare time when, 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 when Jesus was asked the question, who is my neighbor? And he, stole, he told the story of the Good Samaritan. And what you'll discover about that Good Samaritan is that he helped someone he did not know. And Jesus described that as his neighbor. Now, a lot of us are still having a problem with that because we have people coming back on our windows almost every day that we don't know and we turn our heads like we don't even see them. We still got a problem with loving folk we don't know. We got a problem with that. You don't have to say anything. If I'm driving down your street, just wave at me. We have a problem with that. We have a problem with loving our neighbors. Jesus shared with us who our neighbor was. Anyone that has need is our neighbor. And we still have a problem giving to those that have need. And before Jesus made his way to Calvary, he shared with his disciples a new command I give to you a new command Jesus was on his way to the cross Jesus had just finished instituting the last supper Jesus had just washed his disciples' feet identified his betrayer and then he says to his disciples a new command i give to you the church understand First of all, Jesus is not speaking to strangers. Y'all get this? Shake your head if you get it. He's not speaking to to strangers. He's, He's speaking to his disciples. He's speaking to those that he had come to recognize as family. And you do know that's what the church is. The church is a family. Amen. Do y'all believe that? Do y'all believe that we come here uh, as strangers and we leave here as strangers? Or do you really believe that we collectively make a family? And I know that's difficult for some of you because some of you don't know family members and others of you don't even get to know family members. But y'all, I stopped to tell you this morning that you need to get to know the people down here, the people in here, because guess what? These are the very ones you'll spend eternity with. And you don't want to spend eternity with folk you don't know. He's speaking, he's speaking to his disciples, those that make up the family. And he says to his disciples, I'm going to give you a new commandment. And that new commandment is that not only do you love God and love your neighbor, but love one another. Yeah. And you know, really, that would not seem like something you would have to tell somebody in the family. I mean, if 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 if, if there was anybody that you would expect to receive love from, is family. Yeah. Amen. I, I mean, I would hope so. Now, don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. If you come from a lovable family that always shows love because there are some of us that receive no love at all from the family amen I mean let the truth be told that's why you don't go to the family reunions that's why you don't go to the family gatherings that's why you can't stand to be around some of your family because you don't see love but if there's any place that you ought to feel love is by the family. Amen. I mean, in here, we're a family. And this ought to be a place of love. Amen. Amen. I know that's true because God is in this place and God is love. And one of the things that I've come to discover about coming to church is well, I not come to church ready to battle, fuss, and fight. But this ought to be a place where we can come and get along. Get this, you all. Apparently, Jesus must have known that when he left, the devil was going to come in. Amen. And if there's Ever a place that the devil seeks to come in and destroy is the family. Amen. Because he knows if he can destroy the family, he can get to the church. Amen. 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 A lot of churches have split Because of family that couldn't get along. Amen. And the fact about it, let the truth be told. Family don't always get along. I mean, if you were raised in a, in a family of, of four or more people, there were times that you didn't always, you know, you fussed, you fight, you argued, you bickered, you spat. You didn't always get along because that's what family do. Amen. Amen. Jesus knew. Jesus knew that the devil would come in and seek to divide the family and so even after he had identified Judas as the one that would betray him he says to the family love one another and that's a message to us today because in this family we ought to love one another amen I mean even when we don't always get along we ought to love. Because church, what we need to understand about loving one another is love supplies need. Amen. I said love supplies need. And everybody needs love. Amen. Everybody needs love. None of us are islands. None of us can live here, down here, by ourselves, never be touched, never be affected by anyone else. Oh, you know, some of the most uh, hardest people to be around and to live around is those that are never loved, that are unlovable, that have never experienced love. Because when you try to love on them, they don't know how to act. But in the family, we have to supply love. Love love. Love is important y'all and you know one of the things that I discovered being a church of Christ baby and growing up in the Lord's church is that we, 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 we work so hard on trying to get other folk in that we wasn't an example of love to bring them in. You can't beat up nobody and love them at the same time. We try to. We try to make it sound that way but you can't hit me and make me. You ain't my mama. Only mama could do it. she beat you half to death and tell you I'm doing it because I love you. You ain't nobody's mama. Ain't nobody can do that. But we need love. And that's what love does. Love supplies needs. And what I've come to discover is that at some point in life, everyone has needs. Amen. I mean, you need something. You need something at some, some point. If you don't keep on living, you need, you need something. All of us have, have have needs. And that's what happens. We supply the needs. Of those we love. I got any parents in here. What, what what parents do is parents make sure that their children are cared for and taken care of. Why? Because they love them. And once you stop loving them, you put them out. <laughs> now that's when they get grown. <laughs> Because that's what love does. Love causes one to supply a need to the one that's in need. When you read the story of the Good Samaritan, what you'll discover is there's a man that has been beaten, half dead, and now he has needs. Isn't that like church on some Sundays? We come in here beat up by the world, beat up by our jobs, beat up by our friends, beat up by our family members, and when we come to church, we don't come to church to get beat up. We come to church because we stand in need and love supplies need. Amen. And that's why we have to be sensitive to one another when we come to worship. Because we don't know what one another have gone through, what it took for you just to get here. We all, we all at some point in time have need. And let me drop something on you. God has given all of us something To help someone with their needs, Amen. Don't you sit around and always proclaim to have nothing all the time? You know, it's a sad you that come to church and talk about the goodness of God and how God has blessed you, and you ain't never got nothing. You don't ever have it because every time someone asks you, you I don't have it. God gives us all something, not just for us, but so that we can be a blessing to someone else. And the very reason you can't receive a blessing is because you won't be a blessing. You need to understand that God blesses those that blesses others. And that's what love does. Love causes us to be a blessing to others. Y'all, a blessing doesn't always mean money. Amen. You don't always have to give, give somebody money to be a blessing. Every now and then just stop doing what you're doing and give somebody that need some of your time. When the last time you went to go and, 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 and pick up or do something for somebody else When the last time you you just showed up not because of you but because you knew that showing up would help somebody else. That's what love does. It requires our time. It requires our, our time. It requires our uh, our talents, it, it requires our treasure. The thing about, the thing about uh, 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 love is, love is an action word. It requires us to give something of a. And I think, y'all, church, understand when you give to others, don't, don't, don't give trying to see what you can get back. That's what the Bible talks about when we give to those that can give back. No, give to those that have need. And so he says, he says love one another because love supplies needs. But then not only uh, does love supply needs, but then uh, also understand uh, that uh, love replaces hate. Buckle up through here, because it might get a little shaky. Love replaces hate. And what I've come to discover is there's hatred in the family. You got some family members that you can't stand. I mean, if they walk in this room right now, you're drawn up in a knot because you can't stand to be in their presence. And let the truth be told, you'll never acknowledge that you hate them because they're your family. And you would have us to believe that you love them just the same. But y'all, what I've come to discover is either one or the other. You're going to love or you're going to hate. Now what we've done is we put this in the middle called I don't like. <laughs> y'all come in here. <laughs> we say I don't hate them. I just don't like them. But just the problem is, you won't do nothing for those you don't like. Wow. Amen. And the thing about love is love requires us to do something for somebody else. Y'all, we got to understand that hate has no place for the family of God. Some people will sit across the room from other family members because I don't like them. I don't like them. And when it's people that we don't like, we stay away from them. But what you need to understand, you can't love on folk that you stay away from. Y'all, this thing called hatred is tearing up. It is torn up the church of our Lord because we have those that don't like what others are doing. And since they don't like them, they stay away from them. And you can't show love to somebody you stay away from. Just say amen anyhow. Hate, 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 hate. Hate, it runs so deep in some families that you've hated Or dislike someone for so long in your family that if you ask them or you, what's the problem, you can't tell. All you know is I don't like them. But that's why Jesus said, a new commandment I give, love one another because he knew that when he died, hate would come in. But then maybe... You don't hate, but you're a hater. <laughs> Amen. You're, you're a hater. I mean, one of those that sit back and every time someone expresses the goodness of God, you turn into a sourpuss why she always got to get up talking like that and why, 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 why you just you know some people come to church and look like they've just been baptized in pickle juice you look so bitter and so sour as if God hadn't done nothing for you and you get mad at everybody that God does something for you a hater You're a hater. Yeah. And it's dangerous being a hater. It's dangerous because as a hater, you won't never show love. Because that very person that you mistreat and don't like needs your love because we're all family. Amen. Love hate. Love. Take don't like our way, because y'all, we can't expect to resemble Christ, hating other folk and hating on other folk. Y'all, we can get so upset when somebody else gets something new, and we don't know how they got it, who gave it to them, and we go broke trying to get it ourselves. Because we hating on something. Y'all, what I've come to discover is that God got plenty of everything. Amen. And if God is our father, all you got to do is ask and it shall be given. Amen. Amen. Love, 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 replaces hate. And Jesus knew, Jesus knew that his disciples we have to deal with hate. With hate. But y'all, not only does he say love one another, but then he gets us when he says love as I love you. Not love like you want to love, but love as I love you. You do know what the Lord's love did for us, did you? The Lord's love forgave us. Amen. And y'all, that's one of the things that we have to learn to do with family members is regardless of what it is, regardless of what's going on, forgive. Because Jesus taught his disciples to pray, Lord, forgive us our debt. As we forgive our debtors, and if you don't forgive, you can't expect the Lord to forgive you. He says, love as I loved you. Amen. And his love uh, required his shedding of blood. And the shedding of blood was used for the remission of sin, And the fact about it is, we would never make it to God had it not been for the blood. Because you do know on getting up morning, that's what he's going to be looking for, don't you? He's going to be looking for those that are covered by the blood. And the reason we need that covering over us, because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And we need to be cleansed. By the blood of Jesus. That's what love did. Love caused him to sacrifice his life so that we can live. So that we can live eternally in him. And let the truth be told, none of us want to die. Amen. I said none of us want to die. You dread coming to the funeral home. Amen. Because in order to come, generally someone has died. And nobody wants to die. We all want to live. But y'all, Good Friday was about him dying. But Sunday morning, when he got up, with all power in his hand, he gave us the assurance that the grave can't hold us. And one day, when he comes back from glory, we can get up to, And we can go up. And we can live with him in eternity. Forever and ever. But y'all, before, before we can live with him, we have to learn to love like him. Amen? He says, love one another. Love family. Y'all, it's sad that family members... Don't get, there's some folk and I hope you're not in here that live in the same house and you got paint coming off the wall because you're rubbing up against the wall to keep from touching each other <laughs> and you're coming here and act like ain't nothing wrong and you can't stand the person you came with that ain't love it's not love love. Well, Brother Jennings, I practice tough love. Where in the Bible do we find tough love? Just imagine if Jesus Hey, all oh, tighten up. It's gonna get a little rocky. Just imagine if Jesus practice tough love. You know, some of our love is so tough, we put folk out. They ain't got nowhere to go. And we call that tough love. I'm done. I'm done. He says, love? Well, you wouldn't have never thought that the disciples of Christ would need a message on love. I mean, fact about it, they live with him. They walk with him. They, they talk with him. They heard his teaching, but he needed them to understand that when the devil comes, y'all going to scatter. But even though you scatter, don't cause it to break you apart. Oh, I think I said something. I said don't cause it to break you up. Don't cause it to destroy the family. It says love, love one another, love one another. Learn, learn to love your family. Learn to get to know, get to know your family. Learn, learn to get, 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 get to like, get to like your family. Because guess what? When Jesus comes, he's just taking us. Amen. I ain't just talking about those of us in here. I'm talking about those of us in the family. Amen. Those of us that have been born again, those of us that are in the body of Christ, we're a family. We're family. And he's coming back to get us. And y'all, that's the good news. The good news is just in case you're living in hell, you don't have to die and go to hell. Amen. I mean, it doesn't have to be like this always if you give your life to Jesus. And let me tell you something, when you give your life to Jesus, a life of hell is all over. Amen. I said, when you give your life to Jesus, a life of hell is all over. And I hear what you're thinking, well, I gave my life to Jesus a long time ago. And I'm still, I'm catching hell. And the question is, have you learned how to love? Because when you learn how to love, when you are purged, with hell. A lot of times you can't get out of hell is because that's the only place you used to live in. The Lord make it better for you and you don't know how to act. <laughs> I mean, come on, y'all. It ain't been bad all the time. Every now and then it get good, and when they get good, you get out. Some of us, as long as times are hard, we're in the church. Amen. As long as we're having hard times, we're coming to church. As long as we're broke, we're coming to church. And God knows if he make it any better, you'll stop coming. why it's yet to get any better but in order for it to get better you gotta do better you gotta do better and your doing better might just consist of how you you, you treat and and how you, you act and how you respond to other family members he says a new commandment praise team you can come up I'm done a new commandment a new commandment that I give to you is to love one another. Some of us treat folk in the world better than we treat people in our families. Amen. Let me say that again because somebody missed that. Some of us treat people, we got friends and neighbors better than we treat our close family. And we have the nerve to try to blame them for it. I'm saying, folk that never done anything to you, never said anything about you, you won't do nothing for. And generally it's because of what somebody else said. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Love one another. Are you here? And you realize that you don't have the love of God and you. Love is of God. And y'all, that's what helps you to love the unlovable is that you got to be of God. Amen. I said, if you want to love those who you really hate, you got to be of God. If you want to love those who mistreat you and misuse you and abuse you, you must be...